Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Morning, everybody. Good morning. Let me say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you for today. We thank you that you are with us every moment of every single day, because Jesus said He would never leave us. He will always be with us, even unto the end of time. And you give each of us our individual, personal Pentecost, that experience whereby you passed on your Spirit into each of us, so that He can make His home, His tabernacle, now in us. From a body that was given to sin, our body shall now be made His temple. We thank you, Father. We thank you for the gift of that life in the Spirit now, that you have made us alive and awakened and quickened to your word, to your ways. You reveal your deep and secret things, Father. We thank you. We enter your gates with thanksgiving in our hearts for all that you are doing for us, Lord, for our health, for our strength, for our safety, for our well-being, for our jobs, for our finances, for our income. For all the good things you have given us, for the relationships, the love that we experience, Lord, from our family, from our friends, and from you, we thank you, Father. We enter your courts with praise on our lips. We come, Lord, with this sacrifice of praise to the holy place. Jesus has given us access by His blood to the holy of holies, Lord. So we connect with you in spirit, where He said, "True worshippers will worship in spirit and in truth." Your word becomes real to us, and your spirit quickens us. We thank you, Lord, for opening our understanding and the wisdom that you pour into our hearts every time we connect with your word. We thank you, Lord, that you reveal to us your ways that are high above our ways, so that we can renounce and reject those that were given to sin, that were that were inclined to darkness, and by your spirit, Father. In all humility, we are able to take up, in obedience, the path that you show us, the light that you give us. We thank you, Lord, that you pour your peace and your joy into our hearts. That peace which only you can give and no one else can give, but no one can take away either. You draw us into your secret place, and you quicken us in our spirits. We share the same peace, Lord, with all those that are part of this prayer meeting, that are part of this praying family. We share it with Christians everywhere that do not yet know you personally, with all those that do not want to know you, that have turned away from you. And we share it with all those that we are lifting up in our place of prayer today at our altar, with this altar of answered prayer that you have given us with your name on it, Lord. Acknowledge your presence in this prayer. We ask you to direct our thoughts, our words, our path, our prayer. We trust you, new O Lord, as we release our faith today in our prayers of agreement, and we lean not on our understanding. And as we make our prayer this morning, Lord, we call on your name, the name of our Maker, our Creator, the Preserver, and the Lifter of men, the Lord of Lords, the Elohim Adonai, the One who makes the parched land a pool of water and the thirsty land springs of water. 
And he always completes every good work that he has started in us. And we stand on the finished work of Jesus. We stand on that finished work, Lord, in our place of prayer. And we pray in the name of his son, Jesus, the one through whom all this has been made possible. When he paid the price on the cross, and he defeated the enemy once and for all. It is he who is the author and the finisher of our faith and our destiny. It is he who is our wonderful counsellor, our prince of peace. It is he who is the door. The door to the Father, the door to your kingdom, the door to fulfilling our destinies, the plans that God has for us. And he formed us in our mother's womb. Jesse, who is the Lion of Judah, he leads us in the day of battle. It is he who is our daily bread. And we pray in the name of his spirit, the spirit of the living God, the spirit of truth, the spirit of Jesus. One who has raised Jesus from the dead, that same resurrection power now lives within us, giving life to our mortal body. He is the father of spirits. Every spirit in the universe is subject to him. And it is he who hovers over everything that is void and formless at the spoken word that is in alignment with the will of the Father. And he gives it shape, gives it form, gives it life. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with the gift of your word, of your spirit, and the gift of prayer where we can combine these to use that same formula of creation as you did, Lord. You give us that authority through sonship, through adoption. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with that gift of prayer. You have blessed us, Lord, with angels, with destiny help us to fill in every gap here on earth. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with every physical provision that we need and every spiritual gift in the heavenlies that we shall be found lacking nothing when all these are activated and we understand their activation and their use in our lives. We thank you, Lord, that you give us the power to prosper, that we shall not be kept down, shall not be pressed down to the ground, but we shall rise up again. We thank you, Lord, that you are doing a new thing in our lives every single day. We thank you, Jesus. As we make our prayer and our reflection this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak, every prayer we make, as well as every member of every family that is part of this prayer group <coughs> by the precious blood of Jesus. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your holy, pure and perfect will for each of our lives, Lord, each of these lives that we lift up at our altar today. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft hijacking terrorism, any kind of natural disasters and any kind of spiritual attacks. I declare divine exemption from all of these challenges, calamities in the mighty and all-powerful unmatched name of Jesus. I command angelic protection as well over this your family, Father. This house. We also herald the power in our spoken word 
as we proclaim your word from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11, that says, as the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out from my mouth this day. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. And I send it in faith in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for the power of life on our tongue. And that word shall not delay either. It shall perform timely in accordance with your plan for each of us. Accordance to your perfect timing, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Ephesians 6, which talks about spiritual warfare, battling with the enemy and putting on the armor. And starts in 6 verse 10, saying, Be strong in the Lord. Today, I'd like us to reflect on what does that mean? <clears throat> Before putting on the armor, he says, Be strong in the Lord. Let's look at the Amplified Version for a start. It says, Be strong in the Lord. Draw your strength from Him. And be empowered through your union with him. And in the power of his boundless might. So his boundless might is available. We need to tap into it. How can we be strong in the Lord? Daniel 11 verse 32 says, the second part of it says, the people that know their God, they that know their God, they shall be strong and do exploits. So being strong in the Lord comes from knowing him. And we've seen that in the Amplified Version where it talks about being empowered through your union with him. Then can you tap into his boundless might. So what does knowing God mean? In Genesis 4, we see the Bible mentions it twice. It says, Adam knew his wife Eve and she bare him a son. So that knowing is about an intimate relationship with God. And that's where your strength comes from. It is not through intellect. It is through experience, experientially knowing him. And that is where waiting on the Lord is important. Then, as we connect with Him and we get to know His nature, we get to know Him more as a person, as revealed in His Word. We're able to build on that intimacy. We're able to build more closer in our relationship that comes out of our secret place within. Going back to Ephesians 6, verse 10. Now it says, draw your strength and be empowered from the Lord. It also means take advantage of what he is making available to you. Many of us don't do that. Because we have nothing to do with the system of advantage, the very first system of advantage given to us, his word. What does it mean to take advantage of the Lord? 
The Bible says he has defeated the devil once and for all on the cross. So you don't need to fight that battle all over again. You just understand that the victory has been won. What it means for us and how we can claim it for ourselves. Most of us Christians fail because we continue to try to fight that battle and more importantly, fight it on our own based on our strength and our intellect. And here the Bible is not saying anything about your strength. It's saying be strong in the Lord. Put on the armor, yes. Stand in the battle, yes. But be strong not on the basis of what lies beneath that armor within your flesh, but be strong in the Lord. How can we claim what he has made available to us rather than fight on the basis of our physical strength? We are fighting a spiritual battle with physical strength and that is why many of us failed in that battle. You can't fight the, physical, uh, the spiritual using physical strength. And that's where our gap is. That's where we often get beaten down and wonder... Whatever I am doing is not working. Because it is clear from the Bible that everything that is made is made from things that are not seen. Our challenge is that, or our problem is that we are looking at what we can perceive and touch. And we are trying to fight that where the source sits somewhere else. As long as that source is not harmed in any way, you cannot win that battle. Unfortunately, God gives us that capability. So how can we be strong in the Lord and take advantage, be empowered to fight in the Spirit? The first one is you stand on the finished works of Jesus and you use your prayer which is a mechanism to authorize heavenly intervention in your earthly situation. So we are undergoing our challenges, our problems. We are experiencing the, the outcomes of whatever has been tweaked in the spirit, the problems, the storms that we experience. But you know that the source is heavenly. So you authorize heavenly intervention from God into that situation on the spiritual side. That is done through prayer. Heavenly intervention in an earthly situation. Jesus said it is finished on the cross. We use that truth when we stand in that battle. We start with our prayer. Number two, whatever falls under the category of his finished works, you use it as currency to buy your miracle or buy the answer to your prayer. That could be healing, it could be financial solutions, it could be relationship resolution, it could be spiritual warfare on any front, any of these grounds. If we can discern it as currency that is available to us, then we can claim it and trade with it and use it in our prayer. Let's look at a few examples in scripture. 
Matthew 18 verse 19, he said, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will do it for you. That is authorization given by Jesus. That is currency that we can use and claim it. You said it, Lord. I claim it. What about Isaiah 53 verse 5? I'm taking the common ones. But the idea is, whenever you read your Bible and you find that this is something that God has said concerning me, and if I can discern that he has said this concerning me, then I can use it, claim it. In Isaiah 53 verse 5, it says, By his stripes and wounds we were healed. We were in the past, past tense. That stripes and wounds can be used as currency for healing, to trade healing. Luke 10, 19 says, I have given you authority. This is Jesus giving us authority over snakes and scorpions. That authority is currency for you to command. What about what we discussed in the last two days? I have given you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. And another one was, the gates of hell shall not prevail against you. He didn't say, they may not. There is a possibility that they may. He said, they shall not. We pick these. We claim them as our currency. Now when you stand on that foundation and that understanding with that currency in your pocket, ready to trade, you don't need to reinvent the wheel there. You don't need to fight the battle with Satan again. Use our currency and claim the finished work. That's where it becomes powerful. That's where you can now say, I am strong in the strength of the Lord. What you know will help you fight your battle. What you do not know can always be used against you. Ignorance is too costly. This is why the word becomes important. When you know what he has made available to you, when your relationship with him is in that space of intimacy, then you do not fear. You remain strong in the Lord because you now depend on him for strength, not on your own. The devil, though defeated, will always try to take advantage of what you do not know. He doesn't know what you don't know. He will go by trial and error to see where is it that they are displaying ignorance. Because what you know or understand, what you do not know or understand actually, will not work for you. You might even speak it in your prayer, it will not work for you. The only other way to substitute it is faith and dependency on God. That is why be strong in the Lord. Because the devil can twist it. Remember, he twisted the word even when Jesus encountered him after he had finished fasting for 40 days and emerged from the wilderness. He knows the word too. Which is why we must read the word of God every day and seek to understand what it is telling us. Jesus taught us, give us this day our daily bread. Not give us this week so that we receive that daily bread week on week, Sunday to Sunday. We need to rise above that mentality. 
every day. And then we look for these currencies, we make a note of them that he has made available to us. So when we engage in spiritual battle, we can be strong in the Lord and know what to do. He shows us which one to use and when. And then as Isaiah 40.31 says, you will run and not grow weary. You will walk and not be faint because now you are not depending on your stamina and your strength to run or walk. You are depending on His. The energy comes from Him. That's your energy to pray and keep on praying in the Spirit and not be tired. That's how we stand in our day of battle. Submit to God and then resist the devil. James 4.7 We must learn from him about his works and then be doers of that word. And then as he is teaching us all of these, just like he taught the apostles while washing their feet. And then he said in, in John 13 verse 17, now that you know these things, happy are you if you do them. In the same way he says to you here as well now. Now that you know these things about what currency you can use, happy are you if you put that into practice. Be strong. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for that discernment, Lord, for opening up of our understanding that every time we connect with your word, you show us, Lord. What can we use in our place of prayer? I ask for that renewed vigor, Lord, in our spirits, that we connect with you in a fresh way like never before, that our secret place is strengthened, is made more consistent, and our knowledge of you as a person increases more and more each day as you paint your picture of yourself through your word in our hearts. So that we then stand on what we know of you, of who you are, and we stand on our relationship with you that we have built over time. And we stand on the finished works and understanding of what they mean for us and how to use them in our place of prayer and in our battle. I ask for this edification, Lord, in each of our spirits today. So that every time we ask, we receive. Every time we seek, we find. And every time we knock, you open up your realms to us. We thank you, Father. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs. Those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease that are hospitalized, will undergo any kind of procedures today. For all families that are facing division and separation of any kind. Especially divorce. We pray, Lord, for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives, especially that of prayerlessness, busyness, ignorance of your ways and poverty. All kinds of compulsive behaviors, addictions. Devices of the enemy to keep your people in subjection. 
that they might not rise, that they might not be quickened. But that quickening, Lord, is not a promise, it is from you. We cover each of these in the blood of Jesus and we declare every yoke of the enemy broken now by the blood of Jesus. We come against them by that blood of the new and the eternal covenant. We stand within that covenant, Lord. That which guarantees us redemption, that which guarantees us your kingdom. When we believe in our hearts and we confess with our mouths that Jesus Christ is Lord. And that is another currency that he makes available to us. We pray for our own personal needs, those of our families and our friends. Especially those that are not yet saved. We ask for a quickening, Lord. That they might be drawn to you. That they might give their hearts to you. That they might make that confession in faith. They might receive your spirit as well. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. As we release our faith in our prayer, making this a prayer of agreement with each other in the spirit, we believe we have received, Lord. We believe this prayer is an answered prayer in the name of Jesus. I encourage all those that can pray in the spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift, release your tongue and your faith. Ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Shabara <laughs> 
Thank you, Jesus. The scripture that's been put on my heart today is from 2 Corinthians 4, verses 13 and 14. Since we have the same spirit of faith as he had who wrote, I believed and so I spoke. We too believed and so we speak, knowing that he who raised the Lord Jesus will raise us also with Jesus and bring us with you into his presence. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. The scripture that was put in my heart as we prayed now in tongues was uh, from the book of Romans, chapter 1, verse 16 and 17, where it says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. And I believe that's a declaration he wants each of us to make. For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We also have a couple of scriptures that have been shared in the chat. The first one is from 2 Corinthians 10 verse 4, quoted from the NIV, where it is written, The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. And the second one is from Joshua 23 verse 14, quoted from the Amplified Bible, where it is written, Now behold, Today I am going the way of all the earth. And you know in all your hearts and in all your souls that not one word of all the good words which the Lord your God has promised concerning you has failed. All have been fulfilled for you. Not one of them has failed. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you are being blessed by these morning encounters, brothers, have your powerful reflections, our daily divine mercy and rosary sessions, as well as the Friday Bible study sessions. 
please share them with friends and family share links for zoom and youtube and invite them to join as well alternatively if they can't make it to the live sessions you can point them to the recordings that are stored on youtube on facebook as well as on our spotify podcast page and also a reminder about tomorrow's bible study session this is the fifth part sorry sixth part in our series on living by faith and not by emotions where we will learn how to deal with emotions how to take authority over emotions and finally how to master emotions with joy and peace the series will help us to learn how to master our emotions rather than or instead of having emotions govern our lives we shall post a link uh, a message with the links on our telegram group today that also available on our youtube page on on our uh, facebook page you can use those share it with friends and family invite them to join us tomorrow evening and let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our lord jesus christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us chases and overtakes us let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed it does in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of jesus and for his glory amen be blessed and have a wonderful day everyone thank you russell thank you russell god bless, bless, bless everyone thank you russell god bless everyone everybody